The Twins are shut out for the second game in a row in Detroit. They've dropped three of the first four in this series. We're going to break it down on today's Locked On Twins postcast. You are Locked On Twins postcast, part of Locked On Sports Minnesota, your team every day. And welcome to another edition of our Lockdown Twins postcast. Today is Wednesday, June 1st. I'm the host of Lockdown Twins, Nash Walker, here with writer and reporter at Access Twins, Brandon Warren. Before we get started, make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Lockdown Sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKEDON, that's code LOCKEDON, Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Brandon, I'm going to be honest with you. I like to talk to you more after wins because everybody's happy. Twins fans are happy. I'm certainly happy. The Twins have dropped six of their last nine. They started 5-0 and on this stretch, but today just couldn't get it going against Tarek Skubal. Yeah, decidedly not nice stretch for this Twins offense and pitching staff. And I think the graphic that kind of summed it up for me was that Scooble had six strikeouts and it came on five different varieties of pitches. So that's a wow. pretty good indicator of what he looked like. And you look at a guy who goes seven innings, six strikeouts in this day and age. I don't want to sound like I'm lamenting this day and age like a certain broadcaster right now. That's not a lot. Of, that's not a ton of strikeouts, but. Two hits. The Twins were eating out of the palm of his hand. He had Max Kepler on the bench. He had Byron Buxton on the bench. He had Luis Arise on the bench. This is kind of what you might have expected. Um, you know, is it ideal that those guys sat out? No. But at the same time, too, Scooble was just on another level tonight, and Bailey Ober couldn't keep up. Scooble was very good. As you mentioned, Bailey Ober not gives up five runs. What have you thought of Bailey so far this year, Brandon? Was on the injured list for a while. Came back, pitched very well in Kansas City. This is now two starts in a row, though, where he hasn't looked very sharp. Yeah, I mean, how much do you chalk it up to the fact that he hasn't been on the mound quite as much as you'd like lately? The, I mean, the encouraging signs are no home runs, no walks. And, you know, he's... He's going to be a fly ball guy probably by virtue of his stature, kind of like Chris Young was. And I know those those comparisons are oftentimes made out of convenience rather than actual analysis. But if he can if he can get the ball in the air and it doesn't leave the park, they've got the outfield to run that down. Not only the Twins, but when they're playing in Detroit, where center field seems to go for miles. So uh, honestly, I'm, I'm giving him a pass. I know he got hit pretty hard. I mean, nine hits in six innings is also not nice. Um it's just, I, I don't know what to expect of him because he kind of came out of nowhere. You know, you have those guys that you don't expect to be the big-time prospects. You know, we were all ready for the Jordan Balazoviches and the Juwan Durans, and this is the guy that's making starts along with Joe Ryan. So sometimes if you make plans, they don't really come to roost. Uh, his ERA right now is 401. I think that's pretty indicative of how I feel about him. Kind of, meh, wait and see, I guess. I mean, he's better off right now than Chris Archer, so we'll see how that goes tomorrow. Chris Archer tomorrow, and you know this lineup, as you said, missing Byron Buxton, missing Carlos Correa, missing Max Kepler, missing Luis Arise today, but they still had Jorge Polanco. They still had Gary Sanchez in there, and I want to focus on Polo specifically. 
because he just hasn't looked good to me, especially in like the last week or so. There were times in the beginning of May where I thought this is his turnaround. He's going to he's gonna get going. It just it doesn't feel like Polanco has been the guy we saw for most of last year. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, I think May is one of his best months over his career. So doubly concerning. I think, too, I think it's pretty clear there's something not right with that ankle, that surgically repaired ankle that caused him to miss, I think, two or three games about a week ago. So it's certainly concerning, but at the same time, too, like he had to go out and gut it out and play shortstop the other night with Korea out of the picture and Palacios not with the team yet. By the way, Palacios looked really good defensively again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's out there gutting it out, and that's what you want from one of your big-time guys. But, I mean, his slash right now is 228, 322, 356. That's, even in this offensive environment, just not going to cut it from your number three hitter. So, hopefully he can get right, or if he can't get right, he can hopefully sit down, maybe arise, play second, and Alex Kirilov comes up and plays first, or Miranda gets some more time because he's been tonight notwithstanding hitting the ball better uh so i don't know i I need to see more from polanco but i think he's not right is the uh cliff notes version our partners at bet online continue to be your number one source for all the betting needs and sports info you could be looking for find all the latest odds news and sports developments including this year's basketball playoffs the nba finals major league baseball sports fights and even next season's nfl futures head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action bet online is where the game starts. The Twins are clearly banged up. COVID, injuries, the rotation. They've had some woes, certainly. And Joe Ryan remains out. Sonny Gray, I don't know if he's going to pitch in Toronto. Haven't really heard definitively on that. He's not on the injury list. That's a good sign. Do you feel like Ober and Sands the last two days, Brandon, have given the Twins a chance to win in these games? Sands definitely didn't. Uh with Ober, I mean, it's really hard to say because I feel like Scooble just kind of took him out of it. Wentz was good, and then uh, Willie Peralta was all right. You know, he couldn't throw strikes. There's there's really not as much reason to struggle against those guys. Scooble, and the only thing that Scooble really did that surprised me is I'm looking here, only 13 of 23 first pitch strikes. So Twins not taking advantage of being up in the count is troubling. And two, if you look at this lineup, I mean, think of the lineups we've watched in the, the lean years, you know, that this is not when I look at it top to bottom, one of those lineups, it's a decent lineup. It's a respectable lineup. It's a team that more often than not should beat Detroit. They just didn't tonight, but I don't want to overstate the idea that it was the JV lineup or the triple a lineup. That was still a representative big league lineup that uh, you might see any given night in uh, a few different cities. So I think at this point, and I, I know Paul Muller told me he didn't like to take his cap off to other guys because he just didn't like that phrase. I'm going to do it to Tariq Skubal tonight. He just he had it all going on, and I, I think even if the Twins had their regular guys in there, they'd have had trouble facing him um, and, and getting any base hits. It's a little scary to think about the Twins going to Toronto. They're going to lose more players who are unvaccinated, and they're already shorthanded. <laughs> you can see why tonight, Brandon, with Scoobal pitching the way he did, this Tigers bullpen has been outstanding all year, not just against the Twins. They've been great all year. You can see why. It, it feels like this is a team, the Tigers, that you know got off to a terrible start, but the pieces are in place, at least on the pitching side. And it's at least starting to make more sense to me now why they were hopeful coming into this season in the AL Central, but they might be too far back now. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to bury anybody on June 1st, but they are also 11 games under 500 and have a long ways to go. Now, 
their saving grace is that the Central is probably not going to have a juggernaut this year. The White Sox just can't seem to get out of their own way in any number of reasons. And, you know, right now this doesn't look like a Twins team that's going to run away with it unless they get a bunch of guys healthy and they get a little more starting pitching than they've gotten in the last seven to 10 days. So if you're Detroit, you're kind of hanging on by a, a thread kind of like Twins fans were a year ago, or even me telling everyone they were going to be just fine when they were very clearly not. So, yeah, I see signs of this this Tigers team being able to figure it out, but figuring it out this year might be 77, 78 wins, fourth place. But again, a significant step from where they have been in the last few years. The last three games for the Twins and Tigers, non-competitive. The Tigers winning the first and then the third. The Twins in between made it a laugher. So the Twins haven't really used their high-leverage relievers in this <laughs> series. Have to think that benefits them tomorrow, Brandon, with Chris Archer taking on Alex Fajardo in the series finale. Yeah, and Archer, I looked it up, and I actually wrote about it today at Access Twins. Second fewest innings pitched per start for pitchers who or starters who've thrown at least 30 innings. So only one guy, and it was a, it was a guy from Baltimore. Uh not great. Part of the reason why I think he should become a reliever, but it does line them up. If Archer can give them three or four reasonably strong innings, let's say two earned runs, something like that. You can go two with Jack's mix and match in the middle two with Duran. You've got some options or failing that nobody wants to lose the game tomorrow. But if you go into Toronto fully armed with your bullpen, that's not tragic. That's not the worst case scenario, but it would certainly be much better to get a matinee W and uh, head up to Canada feeling a little better about yourself. Road trip isn't going as planned for the Twins. Hope they bounce back tomorrow. Salvage two out of five in this series before going to Toronto. Brandon, thank you so much. We will be back tomorrow for a postcast. Like, subscribe, comment, Lockdown Sports Minnesota. Leave us your comments in the chat. Here we go. Reese Walter. We're going to finish with Reese. Happy Wednesday, boys. The lineup is struggling. Need to show some life tomorrow. Yeah, let's finish with that, Brandon, before we go. What's your sense on on the life comment? It's just, it's so off and on hot and cold because they had, I'm going to scroll down here because I want to make sure, I, very, very openly saying that I'm scrolling down. Yeah, eight runs um, a couple games ago. They, they were, they've shown the ability to score runs depending or not depending necessarily on who's been in the lineup. But I also feel too, like if they can get everybody healthy, you know, they're, they're like 11 or 12 deep in quality big league hitters with like numbers 11 and 12 being guys like Miranda, uh, Jeffers, you know, guys that won't necessarily play every day. So I still have a lot of faith in this offense, even though they've scored zero runs in the last two games combined. But there are a lot of punchless games where you're just like, yeah, you know, did they uh, did they not take Bugs Bunny's secret sauce before the game or something? Because it just doesn't look like they're powering up. So I still believe in this offense over the long term, but I definitely agree with Reese that uh, they need to show some life coming out tomorrow to end the series. Never thought I would say it preseason, but I, I miss Gilberto Celestino in this lineup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he's back soon. The hey, he, got, he has one, one negative test, so one more to go, and then he's at least back in the process of coming back. Love to hear that. COVID is, is hurting the Twins this year, certainly, maybe even more than other clubs. Brandon, yep. thank you so much. We'll talk soon, sir. Be good.